Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to It's a Woke World. be our lot. We ourselves must be the authors and finishers. It's a world of power, a world of fears, and we work long days to make souvenirs. All the millions of dollars and the weakers aside, it's a world world after all. It's a world world after all. It's a world world after all. Communists, and I believe they are. You guys like that intro? Well, special thank you to Plitazoid for the usage of that music. You can also go find Plitazoid on YouTube at Plitazoid on YouTube. It's a woke world after all. And I couldn't think of a much more fitting song for today's episode of just the complete downfall and death of the Disney empire in this country. My friends, I have an episode that's quite old from the origins, first days of this channel after termination. Uh, AT era, as I like to call it now. Starting right now. So after the AT era. Well, this is AT era. I do a deep dive into why I believe Senator Joe McCarthy may have been one of the greatest American heroes who we've ever demonized. I think the witch trials that were the Un-American Activities Committee. I think Senator Joe McCarthy may be one of the most misunderstood heroes in American history. Everyone wants to say that the uh, Red Scare in America was this big, bad witch hunt. When, if you look around this country now, I don't think it's too hard to imagine what back then must have been like. All these media outlets, including the Daily Worker, which was a socialist magazine we would find out later on before it got shut down. And it's back in some form. Uh, Essentially the Jacobin of its time now. But Jacobin's at least a little bit more forward about who they represent politically. That's why I tolerate Jacobin and actually enjoy reading their articles once in a while. But Senator Joe McCarthy said 
American government has been infiltrated by communist spies, and we need to hold a trial, and we need to start figuring out who's who. And he instantly became the center of all kinds of smear attacks, campaigns, death threats, death attempts, assassinations, is what I should have said, and various forms of attempt attempts on his life. Now, he started drinking, which he shouldn't have done. It's not a healthy coping mechanism, but... Being an alcoholic in the 1940s and 50s was just sort of a thing you did. Anyway. And he put together the Board for Un-American Activities Committee, which led the investigations into various American politicians. And then, celebrities. At the time, celebrities like Ronald Reagan, uh, a very, very young Clint Eastwood, and a few others stepped forward and said, Hey, we're seeing these activities going on in the background. Walt Disney was one of these people that said, yeah, my studio's constantly under attack from communists. And that little clip you heard at the end of that music video, where Walt Disney says, and I called them all communists because I think they are, or because I believe they are, comes from the trial. He spoke multiple hours. I believe cumulative, it was two and a half hours. He came back and gave different testimonies. Some of them are on YouTube. Most of them are not on YouTube. You have to go digging to find them. I will put some links in the description of this video slash podcast because now uh, I have a 30-day strike on YouTube, but that didn't take long, but I am uploading now to Rumble, so it will be a lot of vidcast thing. I'm still working on getting more of like a face thing going, but in due time, in due time. So that's just a little bit of history and backgrounds. Uh... The whole Walt Disney's anti-womanizing anti-Semite. That's all propaganda. For real. Uh, uh, man. Uh, I have to find his name later. But there was a gentleman who wanted to work with Disney. Walt Disney turned him down. And he wanted to essentially have like a seat on the board. This guy was a socialist. Walt Disney was like, I don't want any socialists on my company's board. So no, I don't feel like it's beneficial to my company to have you on. So they got into the Daily Worker and started giving them all this bullshit and propaganda. And they knew it wasn't true at the time, but they led with it. Well, Disney being anti-Semite came out of the Daily Worker. And, well, Disney being a womanizing alcoholic came from the Daily Worker. There's also why there's always been such a bush from Hollywood to have, like, an anti-Semite joke about Walt Disney here, there, or over there. Not only is it funny, I'll admit, I, uh, I think almost any form of offensive humor is funny. I have a very childish sense of humor. And as time goes on and more and more things become taboo to talk about, the more and more I find more and more things funny. Uh, that's just me, though. However, Walt Disney actively pushed against these. He worked with many Jewish people, had many Jewish people on the board. It was all kind of an outlandish attack, and his company has since become the very thing he fought against. Walt Disney is a big fucking mass conglomerate zombie of sorts. More politically driven than entertainment driven. It can't help but slip little things into advertising, kids' movies. It also ruins things. Once the House of Mouse, the powerhouse of Hollywood in Florida... From its Disneyland parks to its, you know... You know Disneyland had a fucking adult store in it? No, for real. It had a lingerie and sex shop in it. Google it. It's real. It, it existed. Um, 
and that was in the 60s. So there's always been something with Disney, even when Walt ran the place, apparently, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but after he died, there was a big war in his family for who would run it. Uh, Roy E. Disney, I believe, lost that war and became a very jaded individual. His daughter is the one coming out being like, my grandfather or my granduncle would be so proud of what the company has become. She knows nothing about Walt Disney's war against the communists. Nothing at all, apparently. All that being said, Disney has its hands in politicians, local government, big and small, various stages of government. It's also a little bit of a country in and of itself with these special exemptions and statuses and permits and billion rights that make them somewhat above state law that wasn't until recently at least in florida ron DeSantis has grabbed the big red hat wearing communist mouse by the throat and said become ungroomable that is what this episode is all about the death of disney due to its propaganda interest in politicians and politics and abandoning its good core of providing beloved entertainment to the world. Also, Jane Lee was holding out. Do you really like what Disney did to Star Wars? Are you not tired of the fucking superhero movies yet? I am. Oh my god, I'm tired of the fucking superhero movies. How about all? How about the fact that we can't get a Disney movie that doesn't have some sort of messaging in it of some kind? Hmm. Turning Red's gotta be about a girl going through a period. They've had all kinds of weird messaging in their fucking movies lately. I just... What happened to kids' movies being kids' movies? What happened to that? You used to be able to go and get, like, a decent moral lesson. Not a biology lesson. Disney shouldn't be giving out biology lessons. Disney should be giving out the moral lessons. Or at least they used to be. Dumbo, all about self, self-acceptance and learning how to deal with, you know, being picked on. Sure, you may look weird, but you know what? You got something that nobody else has. Or uh, Pinocchio, learning to tell the truth and what it means to be a good person. Various movies of the sorts. Cinderella. Snow White. Not judging covers by the, not judging a book by its covers. You know, Ugly Beast, Beautiful Woman. That's a story for the fat guys right there. Disney used to teach this. They used to have morals. And sometimes they just had good, fun family cartoons. Where at the end of the day, the only thing you had to think about was family. Brother and sister come together and they become even closer on an adventure. Daughter and younger sister adopt alien dog thing. Become even closer as a family. And they learn fuck the government while they're at it. Heartwarming lessons. Old Yeller. Learn how to take responsibility and doing things you don't want to do. <laughs> Any fun fact: When I was watching Old Yeller, it was, I can't remember who it was. Somebody behind me said the dog had it coming, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" But without any further ado, let's get into this episode of Inside Four Walls. I'm a little all over the place. I'm really excited to get into this topic. I'm also kind of sad by this topic because when I was a little kid, man, I wanted to go to Disneyland so bad, so bad. It's the only place I ever wanted to go as a kid. Uh, other amusement parks were fun, but none of them were Disneyland, you know? I, I think any kid uh, from 25 and up can... It, between the ages of, let's say, 25 and 45, 
there was that want to go to Disney. At least every kid around my age had that want as a kid. You know, you'd see these great ads. Mickey Mouse running through the park with you. Got like wands, hidden Mickeys everywhere. Cool stuff. And then, you know, you're also seeing it on all these movies and shit. Ah. Uh, good memories, you know? Things I wish I could leave for my kids. And they will, you know, my kids will see old Disney movies. We'll see some of the newer ones. Cars. Well, Pixar, but Pixar is owned by Disney. That's another thing. It became one big fucking monopoly, didn't it? But that's enough rambling for me. Let's get into this episode. All three of the articles for today's episode will be from the Washington Examiner as well as in the description of this podcast. Disney made itself an arm of the Democratic Party on a losing issue. By Zachary Farah, commentary fellow at Washington Examiner, published April 18th, 2022. We will get uh, to the main event at the end. At Political, Derek Robertson has asserted that the GOP's fight with Disney is proof that the culture has passed the party by. Whether he's being dishonest or simply out of touch, the world Robinson is imagining is nowhere near reality. Quote, Disney has always been an explicitly morally instructive company, Robinson informs us, acting baffled that the GOP would, quote, demonize one of America's most beloved and trusted corporations, never mind that this morally instructive and beloved and trusted corporation thanked Chinese officials involved in genocide in Zhejiang. Truly, how could the GOP think it could win a fight on which 69% of the voting public, including 58% Democratic voters, agree with them. Ah, we're feeling a little cheeky, aren't we today, Washington Examiner? Robinson admitted that, quote, the specific Florida bill in question is mostly popular. Yes, bill, now law, which prevents classroom instruction of sexual orientation and gender identity for children in the third grade and lower, is indeed popular across partisan lines. There really is no debate on that fact. Now, I will say, I don't think sex ed belongs in schools. By the time you're going to fifth grade, you haven't even, you, most kids, at least maybe something's changed. They're putting something different in the water these days. But when I was a kid, puberty wasn't there at five. None of us were thinking about it or worrying about it. That was more like sixth grade, seventh grade for us, probably seventh grade. So I think sixth grade is a good time to start talking very lightly about sex ed. And then, you know, as you progress, just like with, like, math, right? It gets more and more complicated as the grades go on. That's how it should be in schools. I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm uncomfortable with sex ed of any kind being in an elementary school. It seems like when you're in elementary school, you should, uh, you know, learn basic things. Uh, math, recognition, skills, uh, coordination, uh, how to interact and play with others. Uh, how to share, please and thank you. Uh, maybe by the time you're out of fifth grade, you should know how to do multiplication, subtraction, addition, um, division. Maybe learn how to square things. Learn how to do graphs, pie charts, stuff like that. And then, you know, go from there. I, I, I don't really think... Th- th- there's a certain child naivety that comes in elementary school that parents should expect in elementary schools. I just don't like the idea that third grade and above is when we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, now now teach them about it. Because, you know, in this country, with as divided as we are and as crippled as the school board is, 
once third grade after third grade hits, man, they're gonna start really fucking hitting hard with all that shit. So I really think the bill should be until sixth grade, you know, because sixth grade is when everything goes to shit in your educational career, isn't it? I mean, how many of you are like me and you remember sitting sitting there in class and the teacher goes, "By the way, there is no recess in this grade," and you're like, "What? What do you mean in this grade? Oh yeah, there's no recess ever again." That's over. Bitch, what the fuck? I mean, maybe it's just me. But I remember that being like a moment where I'm like, oh, now education sucks. <laughs> but let's get let's get back in this article. I've soapboxed enough for now. Yet, Robertson claims that a few tweets from far-right activists labeling opponents of the bill as groomers is proof that the GOP has lost the plot. First off, are you talking about Jack Posobiec? Because I've also been online calling, okay, well, I am an ANCAP, right? I'm an anarcho-capitalist. Perhaps uh, perhaps it's far right. I think it's far libertarian, but, you know, hey, that's just me. Remember, uh, always support. You know what's funny? I remember when Facebook uh, did that thing where they were sending out messages to people. Like, have you been exposed to extreme content? I never got that message. So I guess this does apply to me. I'm far right wing, guys. Anyway. Far right-wing activists labeling opponents of the bill as groomers is proof that the GOP has lost the plot when it comes to, quote, support for the racial justice movement and LGBTQ rights, end quote. You see, the right has been losing since the 1960s, and here is where he gives away the game, quote, in both cases, conservatives have conflated corporate messaging with support for extreme edge cases within each issue like police abolishment or medical youth gender transition, hoping, hoping, pardon me, hoping, hoping that Americans will do the same. Apparently, Robertson is entirely unaware that President Joe Biden and his administration have declared that these medical youth gender transitions, end quote, are crucial and powerful, end quote. This is not some edge or fringe question, but something the leader of the Democratic Party currently running the executive branch is mainstreaming in broad daylight. Irreversible chemical and psychological mutilations of children's bodies are effectively part of the Democratic platform now. Opponents of this are deemed by Biden himself to be wrong and hateful. Those are in quotes, by the way. Mm. He actually made that statement about a month ago in a press conference, one of the very rare ones he gets. Have you noticed he's been giving more and more press conferences lately? They announced that he's running for president. Joe Biden is running for re-election. Oh my fucking God, guys. I cannot wait. You know you know they're going to call a fucking lid. You fucking know they're going to call a goddamn lid on that shit. They ain't going to let that go through again. My fucking... Ooh. Imagine, just think about how bad he's gone downhill just since he's taken office. And how, imagine that again. Like, I know this is a little off topic, but, you know, my grandpa, he had dementia, and he came to hate grandma's first husband for no good fucking reason. And, you know, at one point, they could be, he was amicable, right? He was like, oh, you know, I don't like him because he's my, 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 my wife's ex-husband. But now, but, like, towards the end, man, 
it was just this blind, all-consuming hate that he honestly couldn't remember where it came from. Because when you get dementia, man, you don't remember why you dislike somebody. You just hate them. It's just this raw hate you can't put your finger on, so that leads to, like, the best kind of hatred. Just pure, unfettered fucking hate. So Joe Biden has a sundown moment on the debate stage with Donald Trump, starts yelling some crazy shit, Trump's just like, look at him, look at the monkey throwing feces at himself. Look at him. Look at such a disgrace. Such a disgrace. Oh, I just... Knowing that Biden is going to be running again makes me want Trump to run against him. Oh my fucking God. Can Shit, dude. Trump should be arrested for elder abuse at that point. God damn. I'll, I'll do an episode later on about Joe Biden announcing he's running for president. What the fuck is he thinking on that one? Let's get back into this article. Police police abolishment, by the way, is indeed supported by prominent Democrat politicians to this day. It was attempted twice by Democrats on the Minneapolis City Council, and it maintains a substantial amount of support in the culture. For example, in a bizarre continued relevance of media and corporate darling Colin Kaepernick, oh, dude, this guy's getting more and more washed up and stale by the day. So, no, there are not, quote, extreme edge cases, end quote. The GOP isn't picking fights with corporations and painting them as fringe extremists. Those corporations are backing fringe extremist ideas when they back Kaepernick's anti-police screeds, S-C-R-E-E-D-S, screeds, or Democrat Party support for medical transition for children, Liberal pundits like Robinson cannot plausibly tell you to pay no attention to the radical liberal ideas behind the curtains. Disney picked this fight on behalf of the Democratic Party and is extremely obnoxious, unpopular activist. Think Robinson has lost the plot as to who is seeing the culture pass them by. Uh, restart Disney. Three, two, one. One. Disney picked this fight on behalf of the Democratic Party and extremely obnoxious, unpopular activists. I think Robinson has lost the plot as to who is seeing the culture pass them by. That brings us to the end of the first article from the Washington Post. Disney made itself an arm of the Democrat Party on a losing issue by Zachary Farah. Now let's move on to the next article. We now go on to the second article for today's upload. April 19th, 2022, by Nial Crisson. Of course, from the Washington Examiner, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida announced Thursday that his party intends to end the special carve-out for Disney in a recently passed anti-censorship social media law. The Florida Republicans want to punish Disney for opposing one of Ron DeSantis' controversial bills. Now, law. State HB 1557 law, known by critics as the Don't Say Gay Law. Roy Disney, the grand nephew of Walt Disney, revealed earlier this month 
that he has a transgender child and is opposed to the bill which bans classroom instructions of sexual orientation and gender identity from kindergarten through the third grade. This bill has nothing to do with being gay. This bill outright bans any conversation about hetero, gay, or any shameful shit in in between of those two. It bans all that talk from schools. It's not a a don't say gay bill. The only people who tell you it is are retarded. And should be old yellard. I'm kidding. Ish. Republicans want to hit back at Disney through another piece of legislation they call, quote, Florida's Big Tech Bill, which passed last May and originally had a special carve-out allowing companies with theme parks, such as Disney, which is a big employer and taxpayer within the state, to be exempt from the law. We have a little video here. Let's see if it's ready to play. Seems like a nice little press conference here. Okay, does not seem like it's wanting to play, but all right. Disney's online streaming platform, Disney Plus, could be forced to carry certain user-generated comments if the Florida Republicans succeed in taking away Disney's special privileges in law, which has been put on pause by a court ruling, quote, We're going to look at our options because I think there are really significant issues, said DeSantis, quote, To have a free society governing itself. You really need to have people stand up and speak the truth. End quote. Quote, When you've had a lot of these big institutions, from media to tech, that have really been corrupted by ideology, they don't want you speaking the truth. When you speak the truth, that threatens their positions of power, DeSantis added. The bill was originally intended to make it illegal to ban state political candidates from Facebook and Twitter, and it would dole out penalties of $250,000 a day to social media companies for any statewide candidate removed from a platform. Deplatforming more local candidates would incur a fee of $25,000 a day. The bill also forces social media giants to give users seven-day notice before they are likely to be banned in order to give them a chance to change their behavior and resolve the problem on a platform. The bill has currently been blocked in a court after a group of tech industry, civil society, and libertarian organizations filed legal briefs opposing the bill, arguing it harms consumers by stopping online providers from creating healthy online communities, restricts Florida's expansion, and puts domestic violence and cyberstalking victims at risk of serious harm. I don't know where you get that fucking from, but okay. You know social media has a block button, right? You can block people, right? You Like, I'm I'm not, none of you are shocked to hear that, right? Twitter has a block button. Trust me, I see it half the time when I go to check out somebody's account after they leave a dumbass comment and I want to respond to them. I want to go looking for something to hit them with, and it's just blocked. Um, on one hand, private company, yes. So I, I, I'm on the fence with this one. I, I, hmm. 
there is something to be said on both sides of the coin. One, removing the ability of the most power or you know of elected officials to speak directly to the people they represent is something that needs to raise eyebrows and be questioned. On the other hand, it is a private company. There is no clean solution for this. Um, especially when platforms like Parler were massacred. They, they, they were, you know, the plug pulled on them. So when these big tech platforms, you know, it's one thing to have them and allow like a smaller platform to have these people who want to say things that are banned on this platform. I get that. But when Twitter, Facebook, and all these other groups team up with things like Amazon, they pull the plug and get the server shut down on their rival companies, it really makes it so it's not just a a, a business can do what it wants to do thing anymore, right? And also at the same time, when you know you have the right and the left, and the right's like. You know, they're, they're curbing free speech. And then the left's like, but they're a private business. They should be allowed to do whatever they want. That role quickly switched when it came to Twitter, right? Because as soon as Elon Musk bought it, everyone with all these liberals were fucking fuming about it. Oh my God. I can't believe he's going to let people back on the platform. I'm going to leave it. Elon Musk. Bah, 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 bah. That whole, a business can do what it wants thing really got thrown out the window with that shit. And the Republicans were like, but it's a private business. If they want to do it, they can. First off, motherfucker, you can buy stock in itself, so it's not a private company. It's a public business. But that's a fucking... That's a clusterfuck in and of itself. Uh, I think once you go so far as you make it so competition is impossible, then you are no longer a company competing, competing in a free market. You are now a monopoly trying to conquer the market and I'm not a fan of it so I'm all for curving Disney quite frankly I don't understand why Disney got its own little chunk of land there that's bullshit that's why things were allowed to get as bad as they were and as bad as they are now but don't worry there's a happy ending to all this shit but uh let's uh let's continue Oh, well, actually, you know what? Never mind. That is uh, that is the end of this article. That's kind of an awkward ending. Anyway, let's move on to the next article. Now we go to the last article for this upload. Again, from the Washington Examiner by Cami Mondux, breaking news reporter. Florida Senate passes bill revoking Disney World self-governance. Oof, extra large. The Florida Senate passed a bill that would strip Walt Disney World of its self-governing status in an escalation of the feud between Governor Ron DeSantis and the entertainment company. In a 23-16 vote Wednesday, the GOP-led Senate passed the legislation that would dismantle the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which allowed Disney to oversee its own zoning, infrastructure, laws, and policing. DeSantis called to extend the state of legi- the state legislators 
special session on Thursday, so lawmakers could reconsider the report de facto self-governing status, arguing it grants unfair advantages. You know, we're having this conversation about Disneyland in Florida. We should really be having this conversation about fucking Washington, D.C. You know, for the same reasons I don't think Disney should be allowed to make its own laws and rules, I also really don't think Washington, D.C. should be able to either. I think Washington, D.C. needs to be part of a state. Why? That way, so the laws they pass affect them too. I want a corrupt politician to be able to be arrested in the middle of Senate while they're talking when it's approved. I want that to be possible, but because DC is its own little fucking special place, it's a little fucking sovereign, little carve out fucking piece of shit. It oftentimes has politicians above the law, and I'm not a fan of it because too many of these politicians are like, oh well, you know, if I ever leave office and I'm gonna be found guilty of this shit, so I'm just gonna become a career politician, and then when shit's forgotten, I'll just retire, and nothing will ever happen to me. <laughs> That happens way too fucking much. I'm not a fan... I'm not really a fan of sovereign land at all. You know, I get it in certain circumstances. Amish, Indians... I I get that. That's fine. But Disney can have its own police force. It can have its own laws. It even has... It can build its own little nuclear generator in the city. I just it puts them above the law. And now I have nothing I have nothing against a company building a nuclear reactor. I have nothing against private companies hiring armed security. But when it's a police force with its own jails and it has like similar but slightly different laws than the rest of the country it's part of, that's when things need to start being questioned. I don't understand why Disney was allowed to do this to fucking begin with. But let's get back into it. Quote, special districts could, in some instances, show favoritism, the governor's office told the Washington Examiner in a statement. Quote, should a corporation be serving as a regulator and a business at the same time? Should a corporation get to avoid standard environmental permitting processes? Should a corporation engage in imminent domain? Other businesses don't get these privileges, end quote. He's right. The Florida Republican began musing about stripping the company of its special status in early April after Disney executives denounced the governor's Parental Rights and Education Act, dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill by its opponents. Again, the entire bill is an audiobook. And you know what? I'll leave a link to my audiobook version of it in the description of this podcast so you can just go listen to it yourself, whether you're listening to it on a podcast platform, Rumble, or any other video platform that I have to listen to now. The Reedy Creek proposal has drawn opposition from state Democrats who express concerns that the move is politically motivated. The bill, if passed, would not only repeal special statuses of Reedy Creek districts, but would also remove privileges from six other special districts in the state that are deemed unconstitutional because they were established before Florida's constitution was ratified. Really? In 1968? Really? Ah. Interesting. I just, it seems weird to think Florida's constitution was ratified in 1968. It's not a typo either. Yeah, no, that fucking tracks. 1968, what the fuck? Okay, it just seemed fucking weird. 
Okay. Legislator to appeal the decision. Sorry. Those districts could return to the legislator to appeal the decision if the bill is signed into law. The legislation passed the Senate on Wednesday and now heads to the House, also led by Republicans for consideration. Doesn't just make you chuckle on the inside. That's the end of this article. Now I'm going to do a quick little scan, see if there's any updates that I missed. And if not, we'll wrap this episode right on up. You know, there was one thing I wanted to check out. It just dawned on me. You know, I, I, I did it a couple episodes with Twitter. Let's look at the stock prices. Hmm. Walt Disney stock heads for a 17-month low as Florida streaming troubles away. Oof. Shares of Walt Disney Co. Dis. Minus 2.34% slumped 2.3 in the afternoon trading, putting them on track for the lowest close in 17 months. After Florida lawmakers reportedly approved bill to end special tax district allowing the media and entertainment giant to govern the land housing the theme parks, also weighing on Disney stock is the continued investor Oh, man, disdain for the streaming video providers. In the wake of Netflix... Oh, yeah, Netflix is crashing, too. We'll talk about that later. Netflix Incorporated Minus is down 3.52%. Very disappointing first quarter results. Disney stocks, which slumped 5.6% on Wednesday as Netflix shares plunged 35.1% after its results is heading to the lowest close since November 2nd, 2020. Ooh. God damn. It has tumbled 21.4% year to date. While the down... If you don't understand what any of this means, it means it's fucking tanking. It means it's fucking bombing, dog. Right now, Disney stocks the Hindenburg, and it doesn't know it yet. Is what all of this fucking means. That's fucking rough, dude. Corporations are the economic purpose, not political purposes. Any board too ignorant to know that needs to be replaced along with any managers too ignorant to know that? Shareholders are ill-served by political nonsense. Well, it looks like the House of Mouse is crashing. But you know what's really funny right now? The Daily Wire is launching all kinds of... Well, right now they're launching a kids programming. They're releasing major blockbusters in theaters. The Daily Wire is just soaring, flying high. While Disney is crashing. Disney Plus is losing members by the fucking day. Disney is losing on land issues and on political fronts. Disney is in its fucking death throes right now. And you know what's funny? I I talked about Disney a long time ago when I did an episode all about John uh, the the Red Scare. I don't know why I can't think of the senator's name. Joe um, 
Joe McCarthy, where I talk about Disney testifying against commies. In fact, earlier you heard me reference that. Walt Disney is probably smiling at the slow, painful death of the company. As far as I'm concerned, when Disney died, so did Disney, right? When Walt died, so did the company. Because it was nothing besides a power-hungry, money-grubbing struggle for power since then. Walt didn't give a fuck about the money. Genuinely didn't. There's numerous reports about this. He just gave his shit away. He would tip extravagantly. He would tip more money than the meal itself was worth. He just threw money away. And it just it just distraught his brother and all of his fucking offspring since. That he just kept... He gave away most of the money to charity and to people who needed it. Walt Disney is a good all-American kind of guy. And that's an unpopular opinion, but you know, it's from research. Just look into, uh, just watch his testifying. Read in to the Red Scare. Read in to the Un-American Activities Committee. Read in to what they were looking into. And you tell me they were not fucking right saying that Hollywood and Washington was corrupt with commies. And it would only get worse as time went on. Look the fuck around, bruh. We in it. Motherfucker, this is a country Joe McCarthy tried to prevent, and we live in that bitch right now. But that being said, uh, fuck you, Disney and OK Groomer. I look forward to seeing the House of Mouse get fucking in a mousetrap, you feel me? Become ungroomable and become ungovernable. That's it for this upload of Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison, and, uh, ho-ho, don't get touched.